Hey, everybody, it's Nairby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com, at IamNairby on Twitter and Instagram, NairbyDo on Twitch, that's N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O. Follow me on Twitch because there's nothing more sexy than watching a dude play video games. Yep. Anyway, it's time for another episode of Bayside, buddy. This is episode 31. Today we are starting Saved by the Bell Season 4, the final season. Ah, Bayside Buddy's coming to an end. But it's still like 13 episodes to go, man, because this is a 26-episode season. We're going to be starting with episodes 1 and 2. In particular, episode 1, we're starting with, at this moment, this one entitled, The Fight. Air date September 12th, 1992, and we start at Bayside. And it's the first day of school, and Zach is, Zach is excited to be a senior. Because he gets to mess with freshmen who believe who will believe anything a senior says. Which I... I probably would have fallen for that too my freshman year because uh, it was a new school and suddenly there were there were dudes there with mustaches and stuff and so if they were to tell me well for example a freshman shows up asking uh, Zach and Slater where the boys washroom is and Zach tells them that freshmen have to use their washrooms at home because they're not allowed to use them at the school. And Slater and Zach then con the freshmen into buying a hall pass a roof pass and a washroom pass for $5. So, you see, I probably would have fallen for that shit. Not that I would have thought it was true, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have had the balls to question it, is what I'm saying. So when Zach and Slater then express to each other what a great year it's going to be. When Kelly, Lisa, and Jesse arrive, and they're also excited. They ask Zach and Slater if they have dates yet for the senior dance. And Zach and Slater say that they do not have dates yet for the aforementioned senior dance. And Lisa is excited about the aforementioned senior dance, as it will not be chaperoned by parents or Mr. Belding. Then the aforementioned Mr. Belding arrives, and he's wearing he's wearing a dead beaver on his head, disguised as a wig, and and a, and a finger quote youthful looking sports coat with jeans and a short <laughs> and a shirt and tie. And he he looks like a he he it's Belding anyway. Belding welcomes the gang back. And they say that he looks different. And they gloss over the wig. They ask him, have you lost weight? Have you gotten taller? And he says no. He says that his wife lost 40 pounds, so he had to change his image in order to keep his babe. The bell then rings, and students start to head off to class. And Zach first heads to his locker when a new student arrives. A a, uh, young lady. And she goes into the locker next to Zach's. Zach points at her as he looks at the camera because that's the kind of thing that Zach does. He then introduces himself to her as the senior welcoming committee and he flirts with her and like from the get-go and she says that she likes it and we then go to the first class of the day as students are waiting for the teacher to arrive. Slater notices the new girl that we saw earlier sitting at a desk alone. And he introduces himself to her, but but he didn't do it in a douchey Zach Morris kind of way. He did it in a nice guy kind of way. And the girl introduces herself as Joanne from Idaho. Which uh, got a little pop from me as I'm a big fan of the Boise State Broncos football team. That's one thing I would like to do. Get on, That's on my bucket list is to go visit Boise State University to either attend a Broncos home football game, which odds of that happening are very slim, as as tickets always sell out. If not that, then the women's volleyball team, because I've been watching a lot of Boise State 
women's volleyball online, and they got some great players, man. So, yeah, bucket list. Go Broncos. Anyway, Belding then comes on over the PA asking all new students to report to the auditorium for orientation. Joanne heads there and asks Slater to take notes, and he tells her that the usual earth science teacher, that's right, they're in earth science class in senior year, some interesting courses you get to choose from in senior year. But anyway, Slater tells Joanne that the earth, earth science teacher hasn't given out homework in 10 years. The second bell rings and a male teacher arrives and tells the class that the usual teacher has retired and he's going to be their new earth science teacher and there's going to be a test right now. <laughs> and the students freaking freak. <laughs> you always hear about this in TV shows, especially about first day of school teachers giving a test. That's never happened during my school career. I don't ever remember getting a test or a pop quiz on day one. So it's obviously just some sitcom trope. Anyway, Zach arrives and he's in a good mood until he turns and he sees that Mrs. Taylor is not the teacher anymore. Instead, it's this hard-nosed dude, Mr. Uh, starts with a B. Uh, Mr. B. <sighs> and we then go to after class where Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse, they're not happy about having a test on the first day, which I wouldn't be either. I mean, it makes no sense. So that's why, like... Yeah, whatever. Anyway, Lisa then notices a new face in the hall. A, a new young dude. And he's wearing... He's wearing one of Zach's Huxtable sweaters that we've seen him in before. I'm seriously. Go back and watch this episode. We've seen Zach wearing this exact sweater before. So this new dude, whose name is Darren, we're going to find out, is the victim of getting Zach's hand-me-downs. So anyway, Lisa, Lisa goes over and she introduces herself to the guy who's name is Darren and Lisa then invites Darren Lisa, well we're going to get to that Lisa then invites Darren to be her date at the senior party and he accepts and in return Darren asks Lisa to the movies on Friday night and she accepts Lisa then leaves Darren and she's all smiles as the girls in the live studio audience go woo <laughs> we're not done with the woos <laughs> anyway Zach and Slater then appear and they tell each other about a girl that they met earlier. And they agree to introduce each other to their new girl at the senior party. And they do their secret best friend handshake. So they're really pushing the uh, Slater and Zach are just really good friends in this episode for a reason. So we then go to the max where Zach, Slater, and Jesse arrive. And they look and they see a bunch of stinking, disgusting freshmen sitting at their booth. And they're not happy about it. Because for some reason, they own that booth at the max. The freshmen, uh, after basically Zach and company telling, telling the freshmen to piss off, the freshmen do piss off and they head to a different table where they're joined by Darren, who we saw earlier. Kelly, who is still working at the max, but no sign of Scott Wolf. Kelly takes their order. And she realizes that Darren is the guy that Lisa asked out. And she tells Darren and the dudes, well, particularly Darren, that Lisa just hasn't stopped talking about you. Which I thought was a no-no in, in the girl world. You don't, you don't go up to a dude that one of your female friends likes and tell the dude, yeah, my girlfriend can't stop talking about you. Isn't that a no-no in the girl world? I'm pretty sure it's a no-no in the guy world, too. So... 
but you know you had to do it for you know for storyline purposes so anyway the two freshmen that Daryl's with or Darren uh, tell Kelly that they're tutoring Darren so he can stay eligible for freshman football <laughs> and upon hearing this Kelly realizes that Darren is a freshman and Lisa asked him out a lowly disgusting freshman so as I was going to say earlier that Lisa must have assumed that Darren was a not a freshman because the dude who plays Darren is quite tall so she probably guessed that based on how tall the guy is that he was at least a junior if not a senior but anyways Kelly then runs over to the their booth if you will and tells Zach and company about it and they ponder what's going to happen when Lisa finds out and just then, Joanne, the new girl, arrives at the Max, and Zack and Slater tell each other about her, saying, hey, there she is. And the other one says, yeah, there she is. Yeah, there she is. And, on, and upon realizing that they both went for the same girl, Zack and Slater ask each other if they asked Joanne to the senior party yet, and they both say no. They both then quickly run over to, to Joanne, and they ask her out to the senior party simultaneously. <laughs> Joanne gets some gets a little flustered and she says that she needs time to think. Zach and Slater say okay as they continue to stand there waiting for her answer, <laughs> which was good. <laughs> Joanne then takes a seat and the guys ask her if they can join her and she says yes. Zach takes a seat and then as Slater is uh, about to take a seat, Zach kicks the chair out from under him, under him, causing Slater to fall on his ass on the floor as Zach laughs on him or at him. And we go to commercial. After the break, we go back to Bayside where the earth science teacher is giving a lesson. And he asks a question to Joanne who's now sitting in, he's, she's sandwiched now. In between Zach and Slater at the back of the room. Zach and Slater try to whisper the answer to her and the teacher catches them. And she gives them all extra homework as punishment. And class ends and Kelly and Jesse try to tell Lisa about Darren but they're too late. As Darren shows up to walk Lisa to her next class, Zach and Slater then apologize to Joanne for getting in, for getting her in trouble. Zach then offers to have Joanne over at his place that night for a study date, and she agrees. Slater then says, "Hey, you know, you're probably going to be tired from all that studying, so how about coming out to a movie with me the next night?" And Joanne agrees. <laughs> Hence the reason they were pushing the Zack and Slater best friends angle earlier. And we then go to the girls' locker room where Lisa arrives and she's got news for Kelly and Jesse. And the news is that Lisa heard that a senior asked out some disgusting freshman to the senior party and has thus committed social suicide. Jesse then tells Lisa that she, Lisa, is the one who asked out the disgusting freshman. Lisa hears this doesn't believe it at first then realizes that it's true and she freaks out and we then go to Zach's house when Joanne arrives for the study date and they sit down to study when Slater arrives <laughs> wow are you this good in all your subjects <laughs> ding dong <laughs> Slater what are you doing here right in the middle of wrestling practice it dawns on me hey I owe Zach 20 bucks but I'm broke, so I came over here to work it off. <laughs> you don't owe me anything, man. What a guy. Thanks, Preppy. But I insist. This isn't a good time. No, no, no. It's perfect. You two won't even know I'm here. 
Sorry, was that paper important? No, it's just my homework with every answer on it. Ooh. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that, Zach, but hey, don't worry. I've got the chapter on icebergs and glaciers down cold. I'll <laughs> do just fine. Why don't you go clean the basement? Sure. Oh, come on, Zach. Slater feels bad. Let him help. But no, 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 no. I don't want to interfere with your study date. You won't interfere. <laughs> Three minds are better than two. Grab a seat. Well, okay, if you insist. <laughs> I love the leaf blower touch, man. And the little Slater pouty face <laughs> was just excellent, man. One thing I noticed in watching the episodes one and two of season four here is that the comedic writing is suddenly just seems just a lot better in this season. So, I mean, it's unfortunate it's the final season, but it's their senior year. Even though they did do college years, and uh, we're not going there with Bayside Buddy. Because, well, I don't have them on DVD, and number two... It's the college years. <laughs> Not interested. So, sue me. Anyway, we then go back... We then go to the movie theater the next night as Slater and Joanne arrive. And they're greeted by Darren, who's waiting on Lisa. And uh, Slater tells Darren that, uh, you know, she'll be here. It's only... Uh, the movie doesn't start for another 15 minutes. And Darren replies, well, yeah, but she was supposed to be here for the 7 o'clock show. And it's now, like, the 9 o'clock show. So Darren stayed there for two hours waiting on Lisa because he's insane. <laughs> God, bloody hell, dude. Anyway, Slater and Joanne then take their seats and the comedic awesomeness continues. Feet off the seats, pal. <laughs> Screech, what are you doing here? Let me see. White gloves, flashlight, polyester jacket. Could I be an usher? Duh. <laughs> Get lost, Screech. All right, I'll be watching you, and remember, no hanky-panky. <laughs> All right. Good work, Screech. Here you go. Okay, Martha, here's your $20. Go to it. Hey, see, honey, I thought you invited me to the movies. Huh? Who are you? My son, the kidder, he just loves pulling mom's leg. Slater, is this your mom? No. I've never met this woman before in my life. How could you treat me this way on my birthday? Birthday? What? Slater, we can go out another time if it's your mother's birthday. She is not my mother. Keep it quiet down here. Oh, hi, Mrs. Slater. Oh, she's not my mother. Oh, is she pulling your leg again, Mrs. S? Oh, the guy never quits. Mrs. Slater, I'm Joanna. Why don't you take my seat? The movie's gonna start soon. <laughs> Sit up straight, honey. Don't slouch. <laughs> <laughs> I love 
that Screech was in on this whole thing, man. I love it, man. <sighs> and a great little plan, too, having someone pose as Slater's mom. <laughs> That's one way to embarrass a dude on a date. <laughs> so we then go back to Bayside where Slater tracks down Zack and he calls him out for ruining his movie date. Zack says that he did it because Slater ruined his study date. Things then start to get heated as they call each other a punk. Slater then pushes Zack hard against a locker. And the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! Zack then pushes back. And he lands a hard right hand to Slater's face. And they both get into a major... Uh, just They just... Like, this was a... I mean, obviously a stage. But still very well done. They just got... They just... I mean, this is called the fight for a reason. These two just get on the floor rolling around. Slater lands a shot, and they're just going at each other all the while. The girls in the live studio audience are going, woo! Which is okay. Not that I'm ripping on it, because, I mean, you get two women going at it, throwing a mud pit, and the dudes go nuts. Just saying. <laughs> so, I'm not ripping on the girls going, woo! When Zack and Slater are just fighting each other, I just think it's it's funny. <laughs> I mean, look, they're beating the shit out of each other. Oh my god, it's so hot. <laughs> Anyway, a crowd gathers around the fight when Belding and his wig arrive to break it up. And we go to commercial, after which Zack and Slater are in Belding's office. And they're accusing each other of starting it. And Belding then realizes that they're fighting over a girl. And he then tells a story of how he and an old friend had a falling out over a girl. And then Belding and the dead raccoon on his head force Zack and Slater to shake hands, which they do. We then go out to the halls where Darren confronts Lisa about no-showing the movies. Lisa right away comes clean and says that she didn't know that Darren was a freshman when she asked him out. And Darren does not take this news well and basically tells Lisa to piss off and leave as the girls in the live studio audience go, Aww. <laughs> Tell you, man, that's one thing. That's another thing about the Say by the Bell. In order for, say, the, the classic Saved by the Bell universe to work, you need the live studio audience of the girls going, Woo! And ah, So they're needed. They're an important part of the universe, in my opinion. So meanwhile, Zack and Slater confront Joanne in the halls, and they ask her who she's going to the party with, Slater or Zack. And she says that she's not going with either of them, because they made her first week at a new school of just a nightmare for her. And she tells them if they want to fight over some girl, go find another girl. And she leaves. As the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! <laughs> Slater and Zach. Slater and Zach then look like they're going to come to blows again. But Belding shows up just in time. And Zach and Slater put on a nice fake friends act. And we then go to the senior party, which is taking place at the max for some reason. All right. Lisa and Darren arrive, which causes everyone to go silent. Lisa then tells Darren that uh, he's her date, and everyone is just jealous. As the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! <laughs> There's a lot of woos in this episode. <laughs> Jesse then kicks off the music as the seniors start dancing. And Lisa introduces Darren to Kelly and Jesse. Zach and Slater then arrive separately. Slater wishes the group a great senior year. And he decides to sit somewhere else in order to not be anywhere near Zack. Belding and the dead raccoon then arrive. And uh, they try to say something to the students over the PA, over the mic, but Screech shoots them down. 
Kelly then asks Zach to dance, and Zach says that he's going to get something to drink first. And he heads over to the punch bowl where Slater has also gone. And Zach and Slater then have a little argument over who was there first. Zach then splashes some punch on Slater. And the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! Slater then splashes some punch on Zach. And the girls in the audience go, Woo! Zach then pours some punch down the back of Slater's shirt, forcing Slater to get all wet. As the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! Slater then pours some punch down the front of Zach's pants. And you know what the girls in the live studio audience did? They went, Woo! And they're about to come to blows when, again, they're about to come to blows when Belden comes between them. And then the, the dead raccoon wig comes off and falls into the punch bowl. Zack and Slater laugh at Belding after seeing this. They then apologize to each other, do their secret handshake, and we get the credits. So just like that. <laughs> I understand time constraints, but that was the quickest makeup in the history of makeups, man. These two were ready to beat the shit out of each other again. And then literally less than a minute later, they're doing their secret handshake. Woo! <laughs> but still a great episode, man. That fight that they had, Mark, Paul, and Mario, they uh, that was choreographed really well, and those two performed it really well, because that fight did look, it looked really good. So well done, man. Well choreographed. So woo! From me to you. As we now move on to Season 4, Episode 2, entitled Student Teacher Week, also aired September 12th, 1992. And this is one of my favorites. It's, I love this episode. We start in the Bayside Auditorium with a pep rally going on where Jesse first announces that the upcoming talent show has been canceled due to a ventriloquist's dummy getting eaten by turnip, tur, turnips by termites. Everyone in the auditorium laughs, and Jesse tells them, hey, it's not funny, before she breaks out laughing as well. And then for some reason, Jesse introduces Zach, so he can introduce uh, Slater, the Bayside football team. So, I say for some reason, because from what I remember, Zach is not on any, any student council, but he's on stage. I mean, I get why coming up, but I don't understand why he had to be on stage for this. Especially just, like, literally, Jesse's like, and now here to introduce Slater, here's Zach, and here's Zach. Hi, everybody, here's Slater. Uh, uh, Alright. Anyway, Slater gives a quick speech to the crowd, and then Jesse announces that Student Teacher Week begins next week. And Belding is going to announce the winners. Belding then takes the mic, and he announces that the winning essays of students who will get to play the role of teacher for one week are as follows, among other kids, Screech and Lisa will be gym teachers, and Kelly will be a t history teacher. Belding then announces the plans for Student Teacher Week. Thank you, Jesse. Now, based on their written essays, the following students have been selected to be teachers for one week. Bill Jones for foreign languages. Serena Kevinor Jalawati Singh El Kamala Rowdy. English. <laughs> for history... Kelly Kapowski. Me? I can't believe it. I'm so happy. Me too. I just got underwear that fits. <laughs> For math, Al Pleskin. And finally, our student gym teachers will be 
Lisa Turtle and Screech Powers. Oh, Lisa, I'm so happy for you. I've always dreamed of this day. Can't wait. Our student teachers will have the same duties as other teachers and deserve the same respect. Oh, hey, that should be easy. They never get any. <laughs> you know, Zach, I was really impressed with your essay. Why don't you share it with us? Oh, you're, you're kidding, right? Why be a teacher when you could be a principal? It's the easiest job around. You don't do anything, ask building the end. <laughs> Zach, your wishes come true. You are our new student principal. Me? You mean I'll have your job for a week? <laughs> That's right, Mr. Mr. Morris. We're switching places. You are the principal, and I am the student. Well, fine, Richard. Now move your car. It's parked in my space. <laughs> Zach's essay was the best, and I love the way that Mark Paul read it. <laughs> just awesome. Just just a half-assed essay, but just the wording of it was great. Love it. Love this episode. So we then go to the Max, and we join Zach, Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse. And Kelly tells the group that she's always wanted to be a teacher. And then Zach, with the, the, the most douchiest of douchebag faces and forehead wrinkles... That you'll ever see in your life replies well if you were my teacher I'd stay after school every day <laughs> but it's, it's not that serious go back if you can find this go back and just watch that little bit watch Mark Paul Morris spit out that line and look at his forehead wrinkles and, and just the look in his eyebrows and his douche face oh my god I, like Slater should have punched him one extra time in the last episode just for that alone so anyway, Kelly is excited to be a teacher and Zach is excited about being a principal and he says that he plans on enlarging the peepholes in the girls' locker room. And he said this in front of three girls who use the girls' locker room. <laughs> so third punch in the face, Slater, please, for douche Zach. And we then go back to Bayside where Slater is drawing a football play diagram on the blackboard for his fellow teammates. The bell rings and Kelly arrives and tells the class to take their seats. Slater mocks Kelly a little and says, Okay, Kelly. Kelly then tells uh, Slater that she is to be addressed as Miss Kapowski. Slater mocks her again and Kelly tells Slater to sit his ass down in not so many words. As a live studio audience goes, Ooh. So, yeah, now they're going, Ooh. <laughs> So you can't have a Bayside universe without this audience, man, I tell you. They're a very important part of the whole universe, seriously. Kelly then starts her lesson and she asks questions from the previous night's homework. Jesse answers all the questions until Kelly tells her to stop sucking up. Kelly then asks Slater when World War I ended. And he replies, probably before World War II began. <laughs> Which is true, but he's just being an ass because it's Kelly and not a real teacher. Kelly's then upset as nobody besides Jesse seems to have done their homework. Zach then comes on over the PA and asks two girls to report to his office. And two girls from the class get up and leave as the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! <sighs> Kelly then tells the class to reread the previous chapters from their history textbooks, as well as the next chapter, in order to be ready for a test the next day. 
Slater freaks out about this as they have football practice that night. And they've got to learn the new plays. But Kelly basically basically says to Slater, too freaking bad. And Slater thinks of a way out of it. And we then go to Principal Zach's office, which is decorated with, uh, among other things, posters of Guns N' Roses, LL Cool J, Salt and Pepper, Salt and Peppa, Michael Jordan, uh, basically a typical teenager's bedroom. Zach has decorated Belding's office as. Anyway, he has the two girls in his office from earlier, and he tells the girls that their files don't say anything about them having boyfriends. And this whole bit is something that you cannot do nowadays, of course. <sighs> Including the peephole thing earlier with Zach's douche head, douche forehead. Anyway, the girls, acting like complete airheads, tell Zach that they don't have boyfriends. I don't have a boyfriend, Principal Zach. What do I do? And Zach tells both of them to call, give them a call on separate nights, of course, so they can go out. Yeah, something you can't do now. Anyway, the girls then leave, and Belding arrives. Hi, I just came to get my date book. Shouldn't be dating, you're married. <laughs> Very funny. I'll just be a second, it's in the top drawer here. Wait a minute, did I send for you? No. Well, do you have a pass to be in here? Well, no, but then I... I am sending you to detention, Richie. <laughs> well, well, that is ridiculous, Zach. It is Principal Morris to you, and you're getting double detention for showing no respect. <laughs> now get back to class. Shoot! Shoot! Oh, sh- <laughs> oh. oh, great. Listen, Zach, Kelly is taking this teacher thing too seriously. Yeah, she's given a test tomorrow, but we have to get ready for the game. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. <laughs> okay, test. Miss Kapowski, please report to my office immediately. <laughs> Thanks, pal. It's good to know low people in high places. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yo, secretary, call and order six pizzas. I'm having lunch with the girls' swim team. <laughs> oh, and uh, charge it to Richie Belding. Come in. You wanted to see me? Yes, I just wanted to tell you I have heard good things about you. Really? I'm glad. You know, I'm trying hard to do a good job, just like our regular teachers. Kelly, (laughs) we have an opportunity here to do something special. Please sit. To get away from the old ways where learning is full of stress, and for once, make it fun. Well, good, but how do we do that? By getting rid of the pressures. We eliminate tests. I mean, we all know how much we hate them. I want my students to enjoy learning and not worry about grades. You're really taking your job as principal seriously. You bet, Kelly. Now, will you support my no-test policy? I'm with you, Zach. Boy, I'm good. I almost believe that speech myself. <laughs> uh, I tell you, man, Zach and Slater were absolute ass clowns in this episode. Anyway, we then went to commercial, and after the break, we're in the Bayside gym with Screech and Lisa, who are teaching their gym class. Kelly arrives, and she sees Jesse studying instead of doing gym stuff, and Jesse says that she wants to be ready for Kelly's test. And Kelly happily says that there's not going to be a test, as Zach is doing away with them. 
Jesse doesn't buy it, but Kelly says that it's true. Slater and the football guys then arrive, and Kelly tells them that the test is off. And Slater says that he knew Zach can do it. And Kelly asks Slater, what do you mean? What, what are you talking about, Slater? And Slater tries to cover up. But one of the dumb football guys says that Zach got Kelly to cancel the test. Kelly gets uh, pissed upon hearing this and says that, you know, guess what? This cheerleader says that the test is now O-N on. That's right, it's back on, man. And Slater says that he hasn't studied. And Kelly basically says, well, too effing bad. F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. <laughs> and the guys start to worry and we then go back to class where it's time for the history test, but the football players are not there. And then one of the nerds says that if the football players don't have to take the test, he's not going to take it either. And Kelly says that, you know, basically, Kelly basically basically says, but you're a nerd. You're supposed to like school and be that kind of stuff. And, and the nerd says that that's just a nerd myth and nerds really like to party. So he leaves and he takes a couple other nerds with him. And they're joined by the two girls from Zach's earlier sleazeball meeting. As the two girls say that, you know, nerds are better than nothing. So now only Jesse is left in Kelly's class. And Jesse then leaves as well. And Kelly is left alone when Belding arrives. <laughs> Has there been a bomb scare? The football players cut a test, so everyone else ditched too. Kelly, it looks like you've lost control of your class. Now that reflects on the teacher as much as the students. Well, what do I do, Mr. Belding? I mean, you're the principal. No, 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 no. I'm a guy who just bribed Mr. Tuttle to get out of detention. Zach's <laughs> the principal now. He's the problem. I mean, can't you do something, Mr. Belding? No, but you can. Oh, look, Kelly. A good teacher can always find a way to get through to anyone. Well, gotta go. <laughs> I don't have a hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> I like this scene. I like just a, a cool little heart-to-heart -heart with Belding and Kelly and a lesson well taught. So I liked it a lot, man. This is, I, lo I love this episode. And we then go to, the, go to Principal Zach's office where he is joined by Slater and Kelly who are arguing over the history test. Seriously, Slater. What? <laughs> who do you think you are, Kelly? I'm your teacher. Please, you're not a real teacher. Hey, 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 hey. What is going on here? Slater and the other players purposely cut class to miss my test. What are you going to do about it? I am going to take stern action. <clears throat> You're on probation, Miss Kapowski, for violating my no-test policy. <laughs> what? You have let me down. I've let you down? Yes. You're taking this teacher thing way too seriously. I'm the only one who is. You know, I'm working hard because it's important to me. Listen, Kelly. I work just as hard as you do. I put in a full day of school and practice till dark. Then I hit the books till 12 or 1. And why? Because everyone wants us to beat Valley. I think I deserve a break. Good point, Chip. Thank you. Listen, I have a week to prove myself as a teacher. And you break all the rules. Everyone walks out, and I'm known as Kelly Kapowski, the girl with no class. Why do I have to be a loser so you can be a winner? Mm, good point, too. Zach, you can't let the football players get away with this. Kelly, come on. I bet a lot on this game. And I bet a lot on you. As a boyfriend, then as a friend, and now as a principal. You know, I always thought you were special. I guess I lost that bet. You're still special to me, Zach. <laughs> For 
really special. <laughs> Can't we work out a compromise here? No! Look, you're both my friends. I don't know what to do. Do the right thing. If you remember what that is. I love it, man. Kelly, like, Kelly Kapowski is the kind of girl that, as a guy, you do not want to let her down because you feel like shit afterwards. Like, for real, when I was watching this episode for this recap, SerialGrapes.com, uh, like, I even felt guilty that Kelly was like, you know, I, I, I thought I knew you, Zach. I, I trusted you. I, like, even I felt like shit. Like, that's... That's the kind of great job that uh, Tiffany Amber did as Kelly Kapowski. You just don't want you just don't want to let her down because she's done nothing to deserve it, except of course when she dumped Zach for another guy. But that's in the past. Anyway, we then go to later on where Zach is having a think, and he's joined by Belding. Hey, wasn't me who put Jello in the swimming pool. <laughs> no, that's not it. Look, um, I'm quitting. I don't want to be principal anymore. Well, I don't want the job. I'm having too much fun being a student. Hey, we're planning on mooning the crossing guard on the way home. Come <laughs> stop it. What, stop acting like Zach Morris? Well, yeah. No way. Oh. <laughs> hey, no, 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 you're not. Look, the purpose of the student-teacher project is to learn responsibility, and you are going to stick with it until you do. Sir, look, I am between two friends. No matter what I do, I'm going to lose one of them. Being principal isn't about friends. It's about doing what's best for the school. Well, see you at the pep rally. Hey, we're gonna beat Valley, right? Right. <laughs> Seriously, once again, a great episode. I love the little heart-to-hearts with Belding, and I love the thought of... <laughs> Even just, I love the thought of the Bayside students worrying about whether or not they're going to beat bat, beat Valley at something, when they have not lost to Valley at anything in the history of the show. <laughs> and then we got a commercial, and after the break, we're at the max for a pregame prep rally. Kelly, Jesse, and Lisa perform a cheer, and Slater is surprised to see Kelly there doing cheers for the team, and Kelly tells Slater that. She wants the team to win as well, but she just doesn't want them to win Slater's way. Screech then gives the crowd a quick, quick pep talk, and then Sl- uh, Slater takes the mic, and he tells the crowd that they're going to bring the city championship back to Bayside, which made me wonder who won it the previous year, as it obviously wasn't Valley because they never win anything. I mean, we're, we're on the fourth season, and, and every time it's Bayside versus Valley in anything... Bayside wins. Uh, uh, I don't know why they never introduced another school or at least had Valley win something. <laughs> so, uh, whatever. Anyway, Slater then, int- like, B- Valley's got to be the worst school ever. And the fact that Bayside's always worrying about whether or not they're going to win or not makes me think that maybe Bayside is the second worst school ever. So Slater then introduces Zach to give a speech. And Zach announces that he is suspending Slater and all the other members of the football team that skipped Kelly's test. He says that the team is going to play without them. And Zach leaves as everyone is stunned. We then go back to Bayside where Zach is joined by Kelly in his office. And Kelly thanks him for doing the right thing. 
Zach is now worried that everyone hates him, and Kelly says that they'll get over it because it's just a football game. And this is when the football players and other students literally break Zach's door down, and they pile on in, and they start cheering, Down with Zach! He's a hack! We want Mr. Belding back! Slater tells Zach that it's going to be his fault if they lose, and Zach says, No, Slater, it'll be your fault. Because their purpose at Bayside is to get an education first, not to play football. And Belding is in the crowd when he hears this and he gives Zach a thumbs up and then he leaves. He just quietly leaves. Zach tells Slater that he took advantage of Kelly because she's his friend. And Slater seems to realize that he did wrong until Screech runs his friggin' mouth and fires the crowd up again. (laughs) But Slater quickly calms him down and he admits that he and the football guys were wrong to take advantage of Kelly. And they apologize to her. And everyone but Zach, Kelly, and Slater leave, and Kelly is sad that she couldn't give her test because she got cute little stick-on-smiley faces for everyone, which is the exact kind of thing you'd expect Kelly and Kapowski to do because she's awesome. Zach then asks Kelly if uh, the football players can play if they take the test and pass, despite the fact that kickoff is being is just 30 minutes away. And Kelly says, okay, but... Like, are they going to take it during the test? And Zach says, yes. And Kelly says, okay, but they've all got to pass. And we then go to test being taken by Slater and the football team. And during the test, Screech pops his head in and he gives the class updates on the score and also gives some answers to the test questions. (laughs) The score eventually becomes 21 to nothing for Valley when Kelly marks the tests and says that everyone has passed. Slater and the football team guys quickly head off to join the game. And then Zach Tell turns to us and he updates us on the score. Which, surprisingly, Bayside came back from behind and they won 28-21. to And we get the credits on a great episode. Valley still can't win shit. But I love this episode nonetheless. The heart-to-hearts with Belding. Zach playing principal and just treating Belding like Zach. <laughs> oh, it was great. Great, great, great. And, and also, man, you got to give props to uh, Tiffany Amber Theason because her job playing Kelly was awesome. As I said, seriously, I felt guilty. I felt like I did her wrong when she friggin' uh, called Zach out on his ridiculousness. So, yeah. Great acting job by Tiffany Amber. By all the crew. So anyway, that was Bayside or Saved by the Bell Episode 4 Season 2. Join me next week for Bayside Buddy episode 32 where we will be taking a look at season 4 episodes 3 and 4. Season 3 is my ultimate favorite episode of Bay of, of uh, Say by the Bell of all time. Screech's spaghetti. Screech's spaghetti sauce. My favorite episode because I think it's funny as hell. Plus I'm a I've always been a big fan of Soleil Moon Fry aka Punky Brewster. And the other episode, entitled The New Girl, where we will be introduced to the girl that everyone seems to love to hate, Tori. So join me for that next time on Bayside Buddies, SerialAndGrapeJuice.com, at IamNairby on Twitter and Instagram, NairbyDo on Twitch. (sighs) You see, I even feel guilty now. Like, all these years later, I feel bad that... that on behalf of the dudes of the world. 
that that we just let Kelly down. That's the effect that Kelly Kapowski had on the dudes. It's amazing. Save by the bell. See you next time. <laughs>